Good morning. What's up, uh, Leslie Larson and Brandon Hollinger? Good morning, Darren Albertson. What's up, Vincent Scaramuzzo? Lisa Connor. Good morning, Buttercup. What's up, Anthony? What's up, Stephen Lowry and Jeff Newey? What's up, Jeff Newey? Scott Watson. Hi, Rachel. Justin Robo. What's going on? John from Vir hey, John from Virginia. Who else is pumped about the Bills? Damn, Bills did it. Oh, my God. Lamar Jackson goes out of the game with a concussion. Holmes goes out of the game with a concussion. I would assume Holmes is going to be okay uh, next week. When the Bills have to play the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC title. First time in 27 years. I'm keeping track. I tell you guys the good stuff, and that is the truth. So, uh, oh my God, how do I even? So, uh, let's just put it this way. I got a friend out here. I got a few friends out here. And uh, I guess I could say it this way. It, he's my friend that has the dog that um, plays with my dog. And they 69. So we're pretty much living out here full time. He's coming and going, and he was uh, he was out here over the weekend with his dog. So we're uh, on the beach on Saturday. It looks like right day of the Bills game, and uh, we were uh, talking, and then um, the discussion of edibles came up. And then he told me he had some edibles and that they're not that strong. And he took two or three the night before Friday when he got into town here. And uh, he said they're legal. He travels a lot for business and he found some kind of loophole where he actually could get these type of edibles. He was explaining it. I don't know. It's a, a strain of THC that makes it legal or something. I'm very, very confused. I'm going to I'm gonna have to call Matt Farrer later. He goes, anyway, they're not that strong. I got some. And he goes, you want any? I go, hell yeah. So he gave me a bag of these things. And right before the Bills game, I popped one going, you know what? I don't. He said they're not that strong. He took two or three. Uh, that's why I wasn't tweeting the Bills game. I was out of my fucking mind with these things. At one point... I'm watching the Bills game, and I'm trying to figure out how I could paint the Bills game. <laughs> they, were, uh, they were in formation before the snap, and my mind went to, I think I could paint this. And then, of course, they snapped the ball, and then my mind was like, because I'm like, wait a minute, there goes my painting. If I'm going to paint this, i got to paint really, really fast. So the kid uh, officially watched the Bills game, but he was high as shit, thanks to my friend with the dog, that's 69's with my dog, and then at one point I'm watching, I don't even know what quarter it is anymore, and I remember thinking to myself, why are you doing that with your face? <laughs> Because all of a sudden, I, I uh, was aware that I was just, like, cr scrunching my face in a weird way. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I had some weird panic attack because I realized that technically 
this Bills team is connected to the Bills team that O.J. Simpson was on. And my mind, once again, just went, mind blown. I'm like, wait a minute. Year after year, they get new players for the Bills. So that means this team officially goes all the way back to the team when O.J. Simpson was on it. <laughs> and then I wanted to tell the world. <laughs> ah, I missed the game, basically. Basically, I missed the Bills game, thanks to my pal out here. That said, ah, they're not that strong. I took two or three. One of them took out the kid. One of them. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other stuff. At one point, it was a commercial break. And I really thought I was asleep for an hour. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, that, wait, it's still the same time on the clock. And then I remember the first half especially was going by so, so slow. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, I already know. Oh, yeah, this too. I already knew that the Bills won. And I was frustrated that the game was taking so long because I'm like, I already know they won. <laughs> uh, Etan, was my wife there? Yeah, she was checking on me. She was... <laughs> so, congratulations to the Buffalo Bills. F my friend out here and his dog. You're a bad influence. That was pretty much my weekend. I was getting so excited about that Bills game, and then I made a little oopsie. Little oops. And I, I got a whole bag of these things now. I might throw them in the ocean. Phil Spector died over the weekend, being remembered for uh, his music over the fact that he was a murderer. That's how our society works. It was all about his music. And they kind of brushed uh, over the fact that he's also a murderer. But Phil Spector died at the age of uh, 81, I think. 81 years uh, eighty-one years young. Oh, no, that's what they say about Betty White. Betty White's 99 years young today. No, she's really fucking old. God bless her, but 99 is really fucking old. We had the doctor's appointment for my wife yesterday been four weeks since she broke her shoulder in two places they pretty much don't want her doing anything with that shoulder for three months we're one month in thank god but she could start some light uh rotations and light uh, pendulum swings with her her arm it was funny because she was wearing a philly she might have been wearing a flyers t-shirt she's not she's not a big sports fan but she's you know, if you live in Philly, my God, I think for your for all the holidays, you just get Philly sports stuff. It's uh, it's required down there in Philly. Here for your Sweet Sixteen, have a Flyers jersey. <laughs> so she's wearing a some kind of Flyers T-shirt, and uh, they switch doctors on us, and the guy comes in, and he was saying pendulum weird. And we were very, very suspicious that it, the doctor could be an old uh, O&A fan. And then he looks at her like, Flyers fan. And then I think he moved her arm a little bit too aggressively because he's a Rangers fan. And then I'm like, well, I'm an Islanders fan. We had a standoff in the doctor's office. 
He was not happy. <laughs> You're surprised that the doctor didn't punch her shoulder. Oh, my God. How much would that fucking hurt? Here comes the... Oh, that's right. It's not coming today. Maybe do a live stream while watching a hockey game with uh, uh, <laughs> Paranoid High Chris DiStefano. <laughs> Chris finally told that story on, uh, on one of his specials. And uh, he leaves my name out of it. I'm like, these guys are just the worst. How would it hurt the story if you if you if you would have said I went to the game high with my friend Opie? How does that hurt? That ship just is so frustrating. Gave him a great great story for his uh, for his special, and then I'm carefully crafted out of the whole bit. Man, Biden was on TV yesterday, just like I told you guys uh, weeks ago. Whether you support him or don't. It's like uh it's like a lot of us have a Trump a Trump hangover because you're watching Biden and you're like boring. He's just talking about policy and how he's going to make uh America better. And uh I'm sitting there and I'm like what a snooze fest. When does he start trashing everybody and coming up with nicknames? Like I said, that's what I'm going to miss about Trump the most. He made that shit exciting. Because I'm listening to Biden. I'm like, wow, this all sounds great. Sounds awesome. And then you realize, oh, but it's Washington. They all speak a great game. And then as far as the progress goes, it, it goes at, you can't even call it a snail's pace. With Harris being in, will it be called the oral office again? Scott Watson. Oh, Scott. Oh, Scott Watson, who is a huge Trump supporter. You'd rather have a boring president than have a narcissist president, Rachel says. I'm with you. I think Biden lowers the temperature in the country. I think that's what he does. He lowers the temperature. And he's there. He's going he's gonna to try to unite everybody. Nets are exciting, GH. Kyle Anderson. Yeah, so far so good. So far, so good with James Harden on the Nets. I don't know. I went off on a rant. I, I don't know if James Harden wins you a championship, but then again, there's so much goddamn talent on the Nets right now. Maybe they do squeeze uh, through. Harden's just got to make sure everyone else is involved in that offense. I mean, you got Kevin Durant. You can't have Kevin Durant sitting there with his hands in his fucking shorts because you're dribbling for 20 straight seconds. He ain't going to tolerate that shit. You score 40, and Kevin Durant doesn't even have a sweat because he's just standing around watching you. That will not get the championship done, Mr. Harden. Take it from Jordan. When Jordan started to get, started to get everyone else involved, that's when he started winning championships. His points per game went down slightly. He still led the league in scoring, but... Uh, that little bit it went down, that meant other people were getting involved. And then, um, you know, the other teams knew, all right, uh, we we got to worry about Jordan and everybody else on this goddamn team now. He decided to start passing it to everybody. Shit! And then they were unstoppable. That and Phil Jackson making them read books and making them meditate. And they probably had to do ballet, too, I would assume. That Phil Jackson was a weirdo coach, but he got it done. What do you think, Mikey? 
So when they did the blockbuster trade for Fatso, I was like, oh, God. The Nets were chugging right along. They were doing okay. <laughs> Joe Rizzo, bravo. Hope the Nets traded for James Harden, but they... <laughs> But they sent them Cecil Fielder. Oh, my God. Bravo. I think that was James Harden's way of saying, look, I'm done with Houston. If you make me stay here, I'm just going to get fatter and fatter until you have no choice. Benjamin Tucker with the stars. You call him Opie Thoughts when I go off on my little rants. Oh, my. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I surprised myself by uh, calling James Harden fatso. That's my creative genius at work there. My goodness. Fat shaming. Oh, boy. I forgot. I forgot. You can't fat shame even if the guy's worth $100 million. I forgot. I'm stupid. Hold on. New Jersey sucks. Benjamin Tucker, we have only one team. Wait, do you only have one team? What are you talking about? You got the Devils. You got the Giants. Everyone knows that uh, the football teams, we only have one football team in New York, the Buffalo Bills. The other two teams play in Jersey, so how you call them New York, I don't know. That's, that's insulting to New Jersey. It's like, well, look, you guys aren't good enough. I know, I know the teams play in New Jersey, but uh, you're a distant second or third to New York, so we're going to have to call the teams uh, New York anyway. Like if if your team plays in another state, you gotta you gotta call them by that state. How how do they get away with that? But you got two teams. How insulting that is to New Jersey. <laughs> Benjamin Tucker says preach. Oh, I've always thought this. Wait, so I'm now in New Jersey to watch my my team, the New York Jets. Uh, and don't say, well, then there's no New York team. No, we got the Buffalo Bills, even though they're pretty much in Canada. What? This is really confusing for everybody. And John from Virginia, yeah, you're a uh, you're a football team fan, right? <laughs> the Redskins are the best. The Redskins, I will say Redskins until the day I die, because that's how I know them. Kind of like... Um, Kind of like the Bruce Jenner thing. He's Bruce Jenner to me until the day I die. No disrespect to the transgender community. It's what I know. But the Redskins going, oh, really? You want us to change the name of our team? Well, fuck you. We're calling ourselves football team. <laughs> but, but, but marketing, but, but you need a cute mascot. We can't, we can't build a, a, a cute mascot around the name football team. Tough shit. There was nothing wrong with our name. You caved to cancel culture and tiny minority groups. The rumor was that a lot of uh, Indian tribes didn't even care. They weren't even bothered by the name. Oh my God, Bullet's better name than the Wizards. Uh, we got an old timer in the room. Uh, let's start naming Washington Bullets players. Who could do this with me without the Google? I'll go. Uh, I'll go with Earl Monroe. How about that? And I'll take Wes Unseld. I, I, I took two of the top ones. Let's go. Who's got it? Uh, the Washington Bullets. That's how far we've come. When I was growing up, Washington's uh, NBA team. Elvin Hayes. Oh, nice, John. Bravo on that pull they were called the washington bullets 
for the longest time because they knew they had a bit of a problem down there with shootings. <laughs> so they called their team the Washington Bullets. <sighs> Want to join you in AC tonight? Are you insane? I'm literally just an average Joe. I, I don't even know when I, I could be in line for the, uh, the vaccine. Charles Barkley, by the way. AC, you're crazy. That that's a that place is filled with germs to begin with, and then you throw the coronavirus in there for shits and giggles. No, thank you, my friend. No oh, was I just pointing at the sky for the last 20 minutes? That's good, oh. How about you just point at the sky for 20 straight minutes? Um, it's already like when there's not colors out there, it's already you gotta work harder because because people aren't gonna get distracted and go. I don't know what he's saying anymore, but wow, those colors are just beautiful. Do I see pink in the clouds right now? But when it's gray like this, then the, the pressure's on me. Me! Second vaccine for you today, Chuck. Jealous. But Charles Barkley's in a bit of trouble, because uh, I kind of uh, agree with Charles Barkley, by the way. And I love Charles Barkley, because he speaks his fucking mind. He don't give a shit what people think about him. He basically thinks that the NBA players should go to the front of the line. I think because he said, this is where he fucked up. I think he said something like, because they pay taxes. <laughs> I think. I got to get the I gotta get the, the full statement. But uh, he said something like that. And everyone was like, how dare you? But I said this weeks ago. I really believe that entertainers, sports uh, players, they all should get vaccinated. Because then it gives us something to watch. Because these leagues are just uh, holding on by a thread. Because the, the players aren't doing the right thing. They're begging the NBA players, will you stop with the side pieces on the road and stop having family members come along also and stop partying in your hotel room. Can you please stop that so we could have a season? And these NBA players are like, you ain't going to tell me what to do. So uh, as time goes by, they're having a tougher and tougher time fielding um, teams for these games. But I really do believe they should vaccinate, uh, what the hell, they should vaccinate all NBA players so we can enjoy the rest of the season, because we can't really do much. Um, not a lot of stuff is open to begin with, so we're, we're counting on, um, uh, on, our, on our TVs for entertainment. And then I think you got to like uh, vaccinate the NHL as well. I don't think we're set to get the, the vaccine for a while still, man. I'm telling you, if we were still doing the Opie and Anthony show, I, I would be kind of embarrassed by this, but I guarantee I would have had the vaccination by now. Because we we just knew so many people. I know somebody would have, would have said, look, I'm a huge fan. Um, come to my office, 6.30 in the morning, Saturday. Go to the back door. I'll let you in, and I'll vaccinate you. I guarantee that would have happened. This average Joe stuff stinks. Where are my perks? I don't like this. I remember when 9-11 happened, no one was allowed uh, allowed down at Ground Zero. Like literally two or three days later, I, 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 I had a hard, a hard hat on. I was dressed uh, completely like a cop. And it went down at Ground Zero. I'm like, is this legal? And the person uh, that remains nameless right now goes, just act like a cop. I'm like, holy shit. Kind of glad I did it. 
but it was uh, it was a very very depressing day as well to to watch those firefighters on a huge pile with hoses um huge pile I, I don't even know how high the pile was I think the pile was at least 10 stories high at least maybe higher it was just a mountain and these guys were climbing up in the pile looking in the nooks and crannies uh, just praying that they could find uh, survivors it was deeply depressing to be honest with you as I make a little little joke about uh, getting down there and I told you then one of the adjacent buildings the whole side of it was gone so all the offices it looked like um, it looked like a beehive basically a honeycomb and you had firemen with giant um, brooms like giant just sweeping stuff and the remains of these offices were just falling like 10 15 20 stories all the way down to the ground I remember that clear as day as well not really promoting quick though bluechew.com show them some love if you want to uh, if you want to make love show them some love uh, bluechew.com promo code OP OPIE we're talking free boners people free boners after that story you need a bourbon yeah I don't like thinking about 9-11 Wayne Boo Atkins thank you sir I really don't like that at all the whole world changed in an instant probably shouldn't say this because I don't want to jinx it but Paul Spinella thank you the one good thing about um, the country being so damn divided you know how stupid it would be for uh, a foreign country to to conduct terrorist attacks in America because that's the one thing that would bring us together the one thing so they're just watching from afar going, we don't have to do anything. They're fucking this up themselves. They're just fucking this up themselves. So stand down. We don't need to do shit. Because that was the one thing about 9-11. It was amazing because the country absolutely was divided uh, around that time as well. But when that attack happened, wow, did everyone come together. I mean, it was, it was short-lived, but it just showed you the... Uh, the possibilities of this country if we all just tried to stay on the same page and then we used to joke about it within weeks all those tiny little american flags that everyone had on their cars were just on the side of streets and highways <laughs> and then we went back to hating each other it's just like oh my god how many how many opportunities are we gonna blow in this country how many those were the days gh yep those were the days. Kids were scared last night. Uh, the storms on the ocean—they're—they're they're a bit intimidating. We were—we uh, were downstairs getting ready for bed, and uh, also we heard a massive, massive crash on our deck. Kids, dog, everyone's scared. I went upstairs and checked out the action, and was—and it was my—it uh, was my grill that weighs. I would say closer to 100 pounds than not, went flying across the deck. The energy and the, the wind to, to slam my, my grill across the deck like that, very impressive. But right before we heard the noise, you heard the wind kind of pick up in one of those, um, I don't know, is it a wind shear? It might be a wind shear. It just flipped my, uh, my uh, grill like it was a fucking rag doll. Why is why is that always the reference? Like a rag doll. 
Uh, Stephanie Lee, how's your wife's shoulder? Yeah, we went over that. I think uh, doctor said she can't do anything with the arm for a total of three months. So we got another two months. But she could start very, very light um, uh, PT. So very light. Like she's allowed to like do circular motions with gravity. Lean over a little bit and then let her shoulder just kind of do circular motions. And then I guess the PT... Uh, lady or man will lift her arm carefully like five times and then they'll say that'll be two hundred dollars <laughs> i swear to you i mean if it was me you know my, my wife you know you gotta do the right thing but if it was me i swear to you i would be looking up how to how to videos on on uh, pt for a shoulder injury and i would just do it at home Rotator cuff surgery? We don't think so. She hit so hard and so aggressive that instead of there being a tear, the bone gave way. I mean, she had a horrific, horrific fall. Damn, you had a motorcycle accident? And you had the PT, Brandon Hollinger? Fuck motorcycles, man. Last time I was on a motorcycle, I was in Geneseo. Back roads, Geneseo has a lot of just uh, little country roads that are straight as an arrow. Another reference when you're talking about straight. It has to be straight as an arrow. How stupid. I've got this guy's name. I worked with him at the in-between in Geneseo. Great guy. Uh, haven't thought about him in so many years I forgot his fucking name. And uh, we all were getting rides on his motorcycle. I don't know why I agreed to this. I was probably drunk or high. And I was stupid enough to tell him about the famous mini bike accident. Don't worry, I won't give the details again here. But the kid is scared of uh, being on anything with two wheels with a motor. And I guess I was stupid enough to tell him that. And uh, <laughs> he goes, "Don't worry, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be careful." I got on the back of his bike. The estimate was he went 100 miles an hour within two, three seconds. I was. I was debating throwing myself off the motorcycle. I could not take the fear anymore. And I started thinking that it would be way better if I just flung myself off the back of this motorcycle. <laughs> Why was I so trusting? And then of course, it was a bunch of us, a little group on this uh, on this road outside Geneseo. And they all just uh, kind of laughed at me and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And I was the big news at the in-between uh, that night as everyone pointed and laughed and laughed because they heard the story. I've never told that story. And I held on like a bitch. Are you allowed to say bitch these days? I, I don't know. I don't know what gets you like uh, censored from social media now that they're cracking down. Are they cracking down? I guess they're cracking down for now. They're doing their part to make sure we don't have a... Um, a civil war in America. Um, so I'm not sure what to say about the social media censoring thing yet. I think I said it the other day. Like I think what they're doing right now is they're trying to calm the calm uh, the temperature down in America. <laughs> Another dumb saying. But uh, if they continue down this path uh, a month from now, yeah, that's not good whatsoever. But I think. I think after what happened at the Capitol, they they were just trying to squash everything for a, a bit. 
make sure that uh, their media platform isn't being used to plan another attack on democracy. Fuck sensitive people. I like that, Brandon Barnes. But to quickly say censorship, 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 I'll uh, I'll be on board with that uh, in a couple more weeks. I got to see how this all pans out. I mean, I know Donald Trump Jr. is all over his Twitter yelling and screaming censorship, and he's still uh, he's still tweeting whatever the hell he wants. So, and he's pretty damn close to the whole uh, the whole Trump thing. Becky with the stars. Thank you, Becky. Becky is, uh, I want to call you a newbie. I'll say, Becky, you're a newbie just because I only started recognizing your name uh, in recent months on all the stuff, and you're a huge supporter, and I absolutely appreciate that. I notice those people way more than I notice uh, an obsessed hater. And uh, I think you tweeted, we were talking about the vaccine, and I guess there was never a reserve JW earmuffs because it, it might be a shot at your guy. Because they said there were reserves for the vaccination. And then it turns out that was another lie. Sorry, JW, but the Trump guy, uh, he he lied a lot while he was in office. I I hope we could at least agree on that. But then again, politicians in general lie. But I think Trump uh, took it to a whole new level. Turns out we don't have any uh, vaccines in in, uh, reserve. So that's going to be a, uh, a big-time problem as we move forward. And, uh, and Becky said, yeah, because of that, she's not going to get her second shot. Is that true, Becky? JW, I said that all politicians lie, but Trump definitely lied uh, more, than the, more than most. So because of that, I don't think Becky's getting her second shot until they figure it out. They expire, so you don't need them on the shelves. Is that the spin? Is that the spin, JW? Stop! What's his name who just uh, stepped down from the cabinet? I think on Tuesday said that uh, they had uh, vaccines in in reserve. And then he had to admit that they don't have any vaccines in reserve. Becky, yes, the rollout was mishandled and my second dose is delayed. Jen first, good morning. Tim Haverman said he got his physical this week. The earliest you can get your vaccine is uh, May. Yeah, you'd think now that they're rolling out the, the whole vaccine thing that we'd all be vaccinated if we want to be by, let's say, March or so. And they're like, no, man, you, the amount of people they have to vaccinate on a, on a daily basis would have to be in the millions to get us all done by uh, March or April. A lot of us are not going to even come close to getting this thing for another uh, three months easily. New Jersey just added uh, smokers to the high-risk category. So if, if, I, if I could prove that I'm a chain smoker, then maybe I could get the, the vaccine earlier. It's not a bad idea, man. It would help the radio voice too, man. I'll get the camels, no filter. I told you that story too, right? There was a guy I worked with. Uh, it was either Guy Hemp or Garth Hemp. He is very famous in L.A. I think he was a, um, a TV weatherman for the longest time. Good-looking guy. Did some radio. And somehow um, they talked him into coming to Buffalo to do... Was it mornings? I think it was mornings. I don't know how they pulled that off. They must have gave him a shitload of money. And he had the stereotypical radio voice. It was phenomenal to say the least 
And he bragged the reason he had such a great voice was because he would smoke camels without filters and drink bourbon. Just to totally fuck up his uh, vocal cords. And he also was the one that famously called <laughs> the women <laughs> of Buffalo, Buffalo Bettys. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he was just, he was just a, a, an L.A. dick. We all liked him though, because he knew he knew he knew who he was, and he didn't give a fuck. Oh my god, he was a stud, and he was knocking back uh, Buffalo Betty's, and then he was like, "Fuck this Buffalo, I'm out of here." And then I, I think he went back to L.A. and and jumped on uh, TV again. It was like a an L.A. weatherman. You can look him up. What's up, Sven? I hate that SV combination. Tim Kane goes, Buffalo Betty's is still true today. Trust me. Frank Dyer. Oh, are you still on XM? Oh, my God. Frank, are you are you serious? Get it? Yeah, that was the weird thing about uh, being single in Buffalo. You know, you were attracted to a girl. And, uh, you know, maybe you, you brought her back to your place. And then you would uh, finagle that Buffalo Bills uh, sweatshirt off and then you were either pleasantly surprised or downright depressed <laughs> you had no idea you literally had no idea what you were getting it's like when you lose uh, the description of um, the candies you get a box of candies and then at first, you're like, oh, this one has caramel in it. Oh, nice. And you, you take a bite. Oh, this is lovely. And then the uh, description like page thing, whatever card goes away. And now you're just picking candy and hoping for the best. <laughs> That's how it was with uh, the Buffalo Bettys in Buffalo. You literally had no idea what you were getting when that Bill's uh, sweatshirt came off. Billy Platt with the LMAO. Thank you, sir. Um, I put up another Ruizing t-shirt on opradio.com if you want some merch. Uh, I don't make any money off the Ruizing uh, merch. Another jumping off point for haters. They're just dicks. Always trying to find something. Oh, beautiful Graham Crawford IV. My wife got me an OP Radio shirt for Christmas. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Oh, and another thing. Just for the locals. Andrew Yang, a politician that I do like. Uh, I'm not rah-rah. I don't really believe in these guys in general. I feel like some are better than others. But in the end, it's still like a shit show. I like the, I like the Yang. I like the Yang. And I, I'm very excited and happy to announce that he is officially running to be the mayor of New York City. It'll be really interesting what kind of ideas he comes up with. And it'll probably hurt me by saying that I, I want Yang to be the mayor. Um, because he definitely leans away from uh, some of the stuff uh, I believe in. You know, like lowering my my taxes in New York City. That ain't going to happen, I don't think. But de Blasio just stinks. So I'm all in on the Yang train. Jen Ferris, his statement about Homeschooling two kids in New York City apartment shows how out of touch they all are. True. Very true. But that is a major problem 
in New York City. Uh, when I tell people this, they don't believe it. They cannot believe this, but it, this is the truth. The average one-bedroom apartment in New York City, apartment now, you don't get any outdoor space really. So you got one bedroom, you got a little living room area, a kitchen, and maybe one bath, maybe if you're lucky, uh, two bathrooms is over a million dollars is the average. I think it was close to 1.1 before the, the pandemic. And I think that's what he's getting at, Jen First, the fact that if you come from somewhere else, you cannot believe that you're a family of four in New York City and to have, I mean, the kids have to share bedrooms. I mean, I see that all the time when I go on play dates with my kids. Um, so if you've got a two bedroom apartment in New York City and you're trying to make ends meet, that's costing you a minimum, a minimum of uh, $2 million on, uh, uh, for the apartment. A minimum. It's way more than that. And then you've got to factor in all the expenses of just living in New York City. Living in New York City is just a, a fucking mess, a disaster. No one could really afford it. They do their best to try to afford it. Speaking of which, uh, there's a documentary that we just dipped into... It's uh, Martin Scorsese and Fran Lebowitz. We watched the first two or three episodes last night. It's really, really good. Fran Lebowitz is just an angry woman. She's like uh, famously just mad all the time and bitter. And, uh, <laughs> and she's a humorist. Opie likes the Yang. I like the... Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, slow down with that. Anyway, uh, she talks about living in New York, and she's been there since, I think, the 70s. So she has a lot to say about it. And it's really, really good if you're looking for a documentary. I forgot what it's called. I think it's called uh, Pretend This Is a, a City, I think. And then I'm taking a peek at uh, Night Stalker. I think uh, I have to dip into that by myself, though. No one in my family likes the scary stuff. So the kid's going to have to dip into that early in the morning. Before everyone's up, Butters told me it's uh, that we should have a watch party for that. Um, and I think he also said, do not watch that right before you go to bed. So I think it's one of those documentaries you watch as soon as you get up in the morning. And then when the documentary's over, it's nice and sunny out. Gail, thanks for the stars. I appreciate it. Gail Soto, another one of the regs.